when Norwich City resumed the 2019-20 season after lockdown last June, they had nine games left to claw back six points and save themselves from relegation what transpired instead were nine straight defeats that confirmed their insufficiency for the Premier League, but also exactly what Daniel Farke's side were lacking in the eyes of the club's recruitment staff while Norwich's results plummeted on the field. Head coach Farke, sporting director Stuart Weber and head of recruitment Kieran Scott were holding meetings to plan for the upcoming transfer window so, what conclusions did they come to? And how did they rebuild a side that has been promoted back to the Premier League at the first opportunity? The recruitment plans drawn up at Carroll Road Fark, Weber, and Scott. The trio responsible for the club's decisions in the transfer market identified that, while the team were technically good, even excelling in certain positions, they lacked the athleticism, the strength, the pace, the power to make it in the top division with a quick turnaround to the next season. They would need to act fast to rectify the problem, and what that terrible run gave them was time to get a head start on their rivals. Before the season had even finished on July 26, they had identified targets, negotiated several deals, and had three new players through the door, Jacob Sorensen. An addition from Danish, Side Esbjerg for less than £1 million, was the first in, signing a three-year contract on July 20, two days after Norwich's penultimate defeat of the season to Burnley. Despite Esbjerg being relegated from the Superliga, Sorensen had stood out as a formidable defensive midfielder and was being chased by clubs like Brentford. Jenkins' standard liege being confined to the office by the continued pandemic restrictions. The recruitment staff would have to utilize as many video and data tools as possible to build a dossier on Sorensen for FARC, but it was enough for Sorensen to become the target and he would be just. One of thousands of transfers negotiated via video link during last summer's market two days after Sorensen. Poland international premise La Placeta, costing £2.7 million from Slask Roklaw, a target initially identified on his physical data, arrived. His running stats in the Polish league had been off the scale with the most number of sprints, the fastest rate of distance, and the third fastest times in the division overall. The 23-year-old was then scouted as someone who not only had the physicality for the championship, but equal capabilities for the Premier League and hopefully the right counterbalance for Emi Buendia on the opposite wing then followed Bali Mumba from Sunderland on July 27, costing just £350,000. They had brought in one of the most promising youngsters in the lower leagues, and someone quick and powerful that could deputise for right-back Max Aarons. Sebastian Soto, a striker for the future, also signed a day later to end a quick-fire burst of business that had softened the blow following the final Premier League game. A 5-0 thrashing by Manchester City, but what Fark? Weber and Scott had also realized during those June meetings was how easily and often teams come down from the Premier League and continue to suffer under the relegation malice. The next wave of signings had to lift the dressing room, so players were identified with a focus on personality and character and names that had already been made at either Championship or Premier League level. Players that could walk in with a bang their season in the top flight. Although riddled with defeat and culminated as the bottom club, had in fact done wonders for Norwich's profile across Europe. Fark's style of play was attractive, and the mix of English prospects like Max Aarons, Ben Godfrey, Jamal Lewis and Todd Cantwell, and experienced Europeans like Timu Pucky, Emiliano Buendia and Tim Kral had shown agents and other clubs that Norwich could improve different types of players this helped attract the likes of Kieran Dowell. Widely regarded as one of Everton's brightest academy prospects in recent years, and who had already proven himself at the level during loans at Nottingham Forest, Derby, and Wigan, to make Carroll Road his first permanent home after Goodison Park, and Tottenham first-team hopeful Oliver skip his first season-long loan spell. 
skip shown in a pre-season game between the two teams in Norwich were able draw on an excellent relationship with Spurs to convince them they would be the ideal place for the midfielder to develop. Xavi Quintilla, a loan signing from a Liga side Villarreal, was next into the building, and more proof of Norwich's reach across multiple markets. The Spaniard, Skip, and Owl impressed immediately in pre-season, and when Jordan Hugill and Ben Gibson. Both known for their bouncy personalities and considerable championship experience. Were added, it was clear to everyone at the club that this team meant business, including the board, who had been delighted at the recruitment team's speed and conviction, cloud still lingered over the futures of Buendia, Cantwell, Godfrey, and Lewis as the season began, with the domestic transfer window having been extended into October. Leeds were chasing Buendia and Cantwell, while Godfrey and Lewis were lining up moves to Everton and Newcastle that would eventually go through, and the uncertainty was reflected in Norwich's early results. They were beaten by Bournemouth and Derby. In an opening run of four games, that produced just four points but in their proactivity and reading of the market, Norwich had been ready for Lewis's and Godfrey's departures, bringing in Quintilla and Gibson, while Cantwell stayed, and the team would begin a run to Christmas and the top of the league. Where they have remained until promotion, that included only one defeat, they would need to go into the market again in January to replace the injured Quintilla, who had needed Sorensen to fill in on a superb 20-game run in his unfamiliar position. It was the ideal chance for Norwich to execute some of the scouting and planning that had already been going on ready for the Premier League while Farc's team were marching on, Greece left-back Dimitrios Younalis, once wanted by Newcastle, was signed in a clever loan deal that would be obligated only if Norwich were promoted. He has since played an instrumental part in promotion during the second half of the season, bumping Sorensen to the bench and will be one to watch in the top flight next term as the season draws to a close. The impact of last summer's signings has been clear. Skip has emerged as a candidate for championship player of the season, after making 44 appearances, more than any other Norwich player. He will go back to Spurs with a genuine chance of staking a claim in their first team plans next season. Sorensen and Hugh Gill, meanwhile, have made 30 appearances or more while Gibson has made 29 and Dowell 22 Gibson, in particular, has done superbly alongside Grant Hanley at centre-back, showcasing just how to build from the back. According to Wiscout, he has the most forward passes PR90 in the championship, 32.9, of any player who has played more than 10 games, the third most progressive passes PR90, 13.4, and both Hanley, 30.7, and Gibson, 27.8, are in the top five for accurate lateral passes per 90 but overall. It has been Norwich's stars of two promotions, Buendia and Pucky, who have stood out the most. Pucky is the second top scorer in championship with 25 goals, has the highest XG rating, 24.98. Has fired the second most shots, 124, and Buendia is fifth with 92, has the third most shots PR90, 3.39, and second most touches in the penalty area, 6.2. Buendia has the most assists in championship with 16, scored 13 goals has made the second most key passes PR90, 1.03, and the most through balls PR90, 3.17. It is no wonder. He has been tracked closely by Arsenal this season some big clubs have suffered for a long time. After falling out of the Premier League. More often than not as the result of high-wage bills with players on long contracts. While the Canaries have also benefited from having the foresight not to put themselves in that position, it is clear now that their promotion campaign began with the recruitment work back in June 2020. While they were still suffering in the Premier League and it is even more impressive that this has been done on such a modest budget too. 
in selling Lewis and Godfrey for a combined £38 million and spending only a total of £7.7 million on six players, Gibson, Quintilla, and Skip were free loans, promotion has been achieved with a negative net spend so their success should be an advert for proactive. Well-researched recruitment, that fits into a club philosophy on playing and behaving, not, say, continuing to spend like a Premier League club. It remains to be seen whether they can strengthen again this summer to keep themselves in the Premier League next season, but, given the obvious benefits of their head start last year, it bodes well that have even longer to plan this time. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a 5-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.